Oh, I'm back. Still trying to figure out how all this stuff works, mind you, but that's okay. We have a good team on the show, so uh, if I fall, they'll catch. You're assuming we remember what to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, but the funny thing is this is a, a, a show because it's a bit of a machine, right? There's a lot of moving parts. And we just sort of execute it on a daily basis because it's the same three people who know what we're doing and where everything falls. And then all of a sudden I got away for, and I'm sure things were a little different with Jerry, but I'm back this morning and I'm like, okay, how does that work? Who, who are we talking to now? What button do I press? How did the, where are the headsets for Pete's sake? And one of the things we can always count on on a Tuesday is a visit from our tech expert, Carmi Levy, because it is a Tech Tuesday. Nice to have you. Good morning. Good to be here, John. You know, I'm listening to you talk about you coming back and you know, where's all the, but where the, where's the button? Mm-hmm. It sounds like my existence, every moment of my every day of every life is like that for me, just in case anyone wants to know. It's, I constantly struggle with that morning, afternoon, night, you name it. <laughs> well, there, there's a famous story of an opera singer who lost his place during a performance. And somebody said, what happened? He said, well, I was doing the show, but in my head, I was decorating my new apartment. And then suddenly I realized I was doing the show and I couldn't remember what the show was. <laughs> he sang about floral patterns. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so uh, speaking of spectacles, apparently this uh, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg uh, cage fight is actually going to happen, and Musk wants to uh, stream it on his platform. Yeah, Zuck versus Musk is apparently back on. According to Elon Musk, we haven't heard back from Meta yet um, because last week the, the news was it wasn't on. Mark Zuckerberg told employees that he didn't think it was going to happen. Well, now Elon is saying it is on. It will be live streamed on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, and he says, and the good news here, and this is what I've been sort of wondering all along, why? Why is this? It should do something good. He's confirmed all proceeds will go to charity for veterans. He doesn't say which charity but at least it's a charity there's some benefit from this um so he says he uh he's training for the fight by lifting weights he doesn't have time to work out so he brings them to work uh and uh and we haven't heard from anyone else but uh he's saying it's on he's promising it'll be on he isn't saying though if they fixed twitter or x because last time they tried a live stream when governor DeSantis, DeSantis in florida used it to launch his presidential campaign it melted down uh, after about 420,000 subscribers signed on so uh this would be a lot bigger i'm expecting in the millions i really hope they upgraded their server capacity because i'd hate for this thing to crash in the middle although i do like that mark zuckerberg apparently was quoted saying why put it on x where nobody will see it <laughs> well, I think that's part of the, the you know, the billionaire boys smack talking back and forth. Uh, and I think that's really what this is all about. It's it's not just a cage match between a couple of billionaires who think they have something to prove. They really do hate each other. Uh, and so they are going to take every opportunity they have to not only put each other down, but put their respective platforms down. And I think right now, Mark Zuckerberg probably has a lot of ammunition to do just that for x or whatever we're calling it today so uh i expect the smack talking will become that much more intense in the days to come and hopefully soon we'll have a confirmed date as well because i think we should all mark it on our calendars in big red ink uh the world's going to come to a stop on that day i predict so tell me about this google the hybrid work formula i didn't even know they had a hotel on their campus 
Yeah, boy, the perks at this company. So it's called the Bayview Campus Hotel, and they have a summer promotion on for the low, low price of $99 US per night through September 30th. If you're a Google employee or an Alphabet employee, uh, you, you can stay there because it's, of course, right on campus. You can stay there, walk right to your office, no commute. Uh, this is part of their effort to get people to return to office. There's this big term, it's called RTO. Companies are basically begging or in some cases forcing employees who got used to working from home during the pandemic to come back to the office. And sometimes when they do that, employees kind of have a bit of a hissy fit. There's this battle back and forth between those who want to sort of keep that remote hybrid work going far longer than the pandemic and companies that are basically saying, we want you back here. If you're not here, go find another job. So Google's trying to, you know, essentially let this go down with a little bit of sugar, offer a deal on a company-owned hotel on campus, so hopefully employees will come back. I think it's a bit of dirty pool because Google isn't paying for this hotel room. If you're the employee, you are. So think of it this way. You have the privilege of paying for a hotel room so that you can go to work. That sounds like an amazing deal to me, I think. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at it and thinking, you really want to bring people back to the campus, then provide them with free housing yeah you see free would be lovely they've they done free shuttle buses from parts of san francisco and other sort of areas in silicon valley to get them to campus because commuting costs have been a really big issue for years uh you would think they would subsidize it now maybe the 99 dollars special is part of a subsidy who knows but uh no if i'm already paying you know well into the four figures for my rent in or around silicon valley which we know housing costs are crazy there now you have to pay another three grand a month to stay in a hotel on campus i'm thinking google isn't the great place that it's that we think it was to work let's stick with google for a moment Uh, they're going to make it easier to find and remove personal information and in particular explicit images i know a lot of people have been dogged by things for years yeah, parents, certainly if you're a parent or even for yourself, it's jarring. You search for something and then inadvertently some explicit questionable content gets mixed in to the search results and suddenly there's a photo staring you in the face. Bad enough if it's you, even worse if it's minor. So now they're rolling out a, a new tool that if explicit imagery like, you know, or graphic or violent content comes into your feed, uh, it will be blurred by default when it appears in those search results. And it's rolling out globally this month. They've been testing it in smaller markets for a little while. Uh, now it's ready to scale and go global. So that's one kind of good thing. Still want to teach your kids how to navigate properly online, but at least now this makes it a little bit safer. And there's also, they've had a feature, it's called Results About You, which allows you to know what Google knows about you. Uh, and that's been around for a little while, but now what they're doing is they're building a new dashboard. Um, it's only available in the U.S. for now, but they're promising global availability soon. What it'll do is it'll make it a lot easier that if, if information shows up about you that includes private information, your email address, your phone number, anything else that hackers can use for identity theft attacks, uh, it'll be really easy to, to remove from this dashboard, kind of like a one-stop shop. Because up until now, if you wanted to get rid of it, you had to go through the remove process. You had to submit a request. Not many people actually did that, even though it was available. This makes it dead simple, easy, and hopefully more people will take advantage of it because we know that's kind of the fuel of cybercrime. If we can control our private data with Google's help, we can go a long way toward reducing our risk to this kind of thing. So maybe this is good news. Apparently, there is a bottleneck for artificial intelligence, and it's the unavailability of powerful chips. I'm all for avoiding Skynet. 
<laughs> they're called graphic processors or GPUs. And anyone who's into games knows that these things have, that, you know, from companies like NVIDIA have been impossible to find for years. They're super expensive. And basically, they, they allow you to play games with incredible fidelity, great graphics, high frame rates. Well, guess what? Higher end versions of these things are also really good at crunching the numbers to make all the back end sort of processing of artificial intelligence happen. When you submit a request to chat GPT, you know how it pauses for a couple of seconds as it's thinking and then it spits it back at you? In some data center somewhere, you've made a computer do a huge amount of work. There's a lot of processing and it's the GPUs that do this. Apparently, there's research that shows that there is a shortage of GPUs in the world. You can't buy one for your games. Well, guess what? OpenAI can't buy it for ChatGPT as well. And as a result, that the researchers are saying this could slow down the development of AI because there just isn't enough computing power in the world to make it all happen. So they're asking very nicely, maybe we should stop using ChatGPT and Bard so much. In the meantime, they're hoping that NVIDIA and other companies will figure out their bottlenecks just like everyone else uh, and, and make more available. But the good news is, is, yeah, Skynet is delayed a little bit. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. Appreciate it, John. Thank you. Carmi Levy's our tech expert. And if you like what you heard or you want to review what you heard or share it with somebody else, remember always that every single hour of Moore in the Morning is available as a standalone podcast. 